Happy Monday, all. Hope you're doing well. Had a good weekend. For my American friends, we had a great Thanksgiving. And for my, all of us in Canada, hope you're surviving the winter and all is good. I'm David Tallon, flying solo for one more last day as Stuart will be back on Wednesday. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, is, it was in the news that we didn't really cover with all the news and with everything was the announcement of the big Donald that he is wants to run again in 2024 for president of the United States. He wants the Republican nomination for president. And a lot of people have accused us on the Rant Network of being pro-Trump. And a lot of people have talked to Stuart and myself and said, you guys, you Trump lovers. And it's fascinating that if you agree with something Donald Trump did, you're a Trump lover. And if you disagree, then you're, you're normal. And, and, it, and it's far from the truth. But let's take a step back. Let's just go back in history in terms of what Donald successfully did. It's fascinating to think that back in late 2015, this businessman who everybody thought had, you know, like, like, why would he run for government? He didn't want to be a president. He was interviewed and he says he never wanted to be a president. Suddenly he wants to be president. And he's up against about a dozen other candidates, including Jeb Bush, including Ted Cruz and others, Carly Fiorini from HP at the time. And he was going to run. And, it, and, and really, no one gave him a chance. He was abrasive, not political. The Bush name had something. The Cruz name had something. It was the end of the Obama era. No way could Donald Trump win. The problem was he won because he was so unpredictable, so non-presidential, so non-polished in his way that he just basically knocked one candidate after another out of the race, and suddenly he won the nomination. And when he ran against Hillary Clinton in 2016, they said there was no chance he could lose to Hillary Clinton. Every liberal media made it like absolutely certain Donald couldn't win. Who could beat Hillary? Except for Hillary beating herself. She essentially lost to Donald in 2016. And to this day, she is still upset about losing the election. She feels it was stolen from her. And eh, let's get away from Hillary for a second. But Donald Trump wins the 2020, sorry, the 2016 election. And now as president, now his policies, you may or may not agree with. As Canadians, we hated the idea of tearing up NAFTA to make the, you know, the free trade agreement better for the United States. That's exactly what he did. You may hate the idea that he moved the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, but that's exactly what he did. You may hate the idea that he wanted to cut corporate taxes because he wanted to put more profits into businesses to give more salaries to employees, which is what happened. And you might disagree with that. And if you are a hardcore liberal, everything I just said, could you know, you're not going to give him credit for. Donald Trump also told the world, be careful of Russia. Donald Trump warned people about North Korea, China and played a game. And here we are in 2022, and look what happened with Russia. Look what's going on with North Korea. Look what's happening with China. He didn't do it in the most polished way. He did it like an ass. He spoke like an ass. He's a jerk. We know that. But he was right in what he said. But people didn't want to listen. They didn't want to associate themselves with him. They realized from a political perspective, agreeing or associating yourself in public with Donald Trump was political suicide. And in 2020, we just saw the results of a post-Trump 
a situation where he didn't win an election. I don't think Joe Biden won an election. I think Donald Trump, like Hillary Clinton, lost an election because you could have put a monkey for the Democratic Party. And I think that they would have done just as well. It really didn't matter that it was Joe Biden, the oldest candidate, you know, call him a bumbling fool, whatever you want to call him. Joe Biden didn't win an election. Donald Trump lost an election because people just didn't like his attitude. Despite what he did, despite all of his accomplishments, he lost. And he proved his worth twice. One, by saying that he, you know, he was an election denier. He said the election was stolen from me. And there are, there is some proof of some misappropriation of votes and whatever. But the reality is, again, you know, system's broken. It's not a good voting system. We understand that you didn't win. But let's cry wolf. Let's just cry that I got the, 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 vote. the election was stolen from me. Okay. And then there was the January 6th riots where he could have simply made it a little bit better. But he didn't. Donald only thinks of Donald. So the election of 2020 passes. Biden wins. The Democrats take the House, takes the Senate. Again, a response to the Republicans. And here we are in 2022. The midterms are coming and the chance for the Republicans to grab back the power. And the predictions were a slaughterhouse. It was going to be an overwhelming wave. But the Donald got involved again, and the Donald put himself in front, and the Donald decided he was more important the party. And on the Monday prior to the election, aside from putting out there all these MAGA candidates, as people like to call them, or election denier candidates and what have you, and he supported them and he fought for them and whatever, he stood on Monday in Ohio and said to everybody, next week I'm going to make a very important announcement. Um, everybody knew what that meant. Americans go to the ballot box. A lot of them have no idea who they're going to vote for until they get to the ballot box. And that message that people had sent must have scared a lot of those undecided voters to vote Democrat, to keep Donald away. What's changed? People are fed up, fed up of this, this abrasiveness. Yeah, but they're fed up of the selfishness. His selfishness has gotten the best of him, and it really has consumed him where all he cares about him is himself. He had an interview where he said, if the Republicans win, it's thanks to him. If they lose, it has nothing to do with him. Only narcissists think that way. <laughs> and Donald is the classic one. Most recently last and last week, he decided to have dinner with the guy formerly known as Kanye West, as we know, he spewed out this wonderful monologue about how, you know, about Jews and his anti-Semitism. And he still doesn't believe he's wrong. And Nick Fuentes, a white nationalist, a Holocaust denier. Now, the Jewish community, many, you know, have, have from, you know, were excited about Donald Trump, pro-Israel, what he did for Israel, what he did with the, again, with the Palestinians by taking away funding from terrorist organizations, moving the embassy. The man was, you know appreciated by many right-wing or conservative-leaning Jews. Unfortunately, majority of Jews in the United States tend to be Democrat and liberal-leaning, and they hated Donald Trump. So this only fueled the fire that, look, Donald Trump is a racist, that he only cares, you know, like going to have dinner with Kanye West and Nick Fuentes makes a lot of sense for Donald. 
Donald Trump only cares about Donald Trump. And he's going to run an election campaign based on the fact that he got screwed and that the country hates him and he's got enemies everywhere and blah, blah, blah. And here we are back to 2016 and 2020 all over again. This is the worst, not only for the Republican Party, the United States, but for the world. Enough is enough. We had Donald. We got four years of it. It's time to move on. And in 2022 and soon to be 2024, of course, the campaign, the Republican Party needs to evolve from the Donald Trump to the modern Republican Party. People do not want to hear this anymore. Extreme politics, as was proven in 2022, doesn't work with middle America. It doesn't work with average Americans. And it's getting tiresome on a global scale. It's time to move on. And so it's time to call upon the Republican Party to start spreading its wings making sure, you know, Donald doesn't get in. And I know it's a democratic process, but there's a way to keep Donald at bay and bring in the right candidates. And yes, Governor Nick, uh, Ron DeSantis is one of those fabulous candidates. But at the same time, you got Mike Pence. And Mike, sorry, bud, you were the vice president with Donald Trump. You supported him. Buddy, I don't think you're the right guy for today. I would like to see somebody like Nikki Haley and I've talked about her, former you know, U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, South Carolina governor, a phenomenal individual. She is great. She is extraordinary. And I would love to see how the liberal media and the Democratic Party go after Nikki Haley. See, Kamala Harris was an untouchable. A woman, African-American, untouchable. She would wear, she, despite the fact she tore Joe Biden apart in, in the, you know, in, in, the, in, the, in the different debates, she was untouchable because she checked off two of the big boxes that Americans want. What about Nikki Haley? It's the same thing. But the media is going to go after her because any conservative is a target. But to have a Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley ticket and go together and try to become the next president of the United States and vice president, I think would send shockwaves. You got a younger, more up-to-date, and, you know, great group, great couple there, if you will, great ticket. And that's how the Republicans need to think. That's what Americans want. Fresh, new, exciting. Ron DeSantis proved that in the Florida governor's election. Okay, it isn't by accident that he won in a landslide. It isn't by accident. And I know I've heard the gerrymandering. I've heard all that BS that people have to throw out there because any time a conservative wins or a Republican wins, we have to discredit it. It's okay. Democrats can do whatever they want. But a Republican, you know, he rewrote map. No, he did not. Like, let's get over it. Floridians, look at the votes. They love what he did. He's young. He's aggressive. And I don't mean aggressive in a bad way. He gets stuff done. You saw what happened with the hurricane. He took care of things. Boom, it was done. Nikki Haley, same thing. South Carolina wanted to bring down the Confederate flag. Had tremendous opposition by Republicans and Democrats. Still the right thing. Got it done. Both care about getting it done, but doing the right thing. Donald Trump cannot be the next candidate for the Republican Party. Donald Trump should never be anywhere near the White House, you know, again as president. This would not be beneficial to the Americans as well as the world. Yes, he has a business insight. Yes, he did 
predict a lot of things. And he did warn us about, like I said, Russia, like North Korea, China. He did put up a good stand. But the other part of him is what is, is difficult to, to deal with. Is he a racist by having a meal with a Nick Fuentes and a Kanye West? Or is that just getting strategy, as he likes to say? His words, his statements, and his self-centeredness just doesn't work. We need to get away from him. And please, as, as we get to you know 2023 and we're going to get into, oh, God, another cycle of you know <laughs> campaigning and another time where we're going to have to find candidates, we really need to find the candidates that make sense for the modern world. Donald, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Mike Pence. It's time to move aside, folks. Those candidates should not be there anymore. And I know that the Democrats, you know, are saying they don't want Joe Biden there. But Governor Newsom just announced that he is not going to run in 2024 because the feeling is you don't go up against Joe Biden. You're not going to go up an incumbent president. Nobody beats out of an incumbent president in a party just to, to, to run. So Biden will be 82 and will run again for president. That's not good because that means by if he does survive to the end of his term, he's going to be 86. God knows about his health and his memory and whatever. It's already shot. The only way for this to work out, and this is a call out to the Republicans, bringing someone young, vibrant, exciting, polished, fresh ideas, really ready to rally Americans. Not the divisiveness that we've seen both from Trump and Joe Biden. Someone to bring the party together. Some to bring America together. And I know that's a tall order to say, and I know that's idealistic. But I think that guys like Santis, DeSantis and Nikki Haley are two of those who can. Yes, the Mike Pompeos, the Mike Pences of this world, and whoever else might want to run. I get it. But you folks were in the Donald Trump team. And maybe your time isn't now. But DeSantis and Haley, I hope your time is now. We need it. Americans need it. The people need it. And this will bring America back into a position of power and strength in the world because right now we need it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my Monday rant for today. Back on Wednesday, noon Eastern. Looking forward to catching you, catching you on the other end. Looking forward to having Stuart back as well. Have yourselves a great week. Cheers.